20 day fiance. Hello. Do you suffer from taking embarrassing photos where your extensions are sort of very visible? Or maybe you have bald spots and your comb over didn't quite get that spot. Or maybe you're wearing a bustier that looks entirely too small for you and it just looks a little bit awkward. Well, with my service called, oh girl, you're gonna look a lot better than that. And we're also working on, oh boy, you're gonna look a lot better than that. And also, <laughs> oh honey, you're gonna look a lot better than that. Because obviously we're, <laughs> we're with the times. But with our app, before your images hit any kind of social media platform, it will go to our team of photo editors and we will touch them up with expert precision so you will never be lacking. And you can just be free to take pictures of yourself because we live in such a cruel world where just being yourself can feel like a bad move. <laughs> well, with our service, that will no longer happen. Uh, and thanks to our own little bit of self-consciousness, We've been in tremendous business for the last seven years. Um, thank you so much for having me. I am Sophia Alexandra. Wow. I think you're really doing good work out there. Um, and just honored to have you on the pod. pod. Uh, thank you for having me on the pod as well. On the pod. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally had an idea that I just forgot because I said pod. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I am the inventor and CEO of uh, Clap On Extensions. Clap on, clap off. <laughs> the Clap On Extensions. <laughs> That's right. You don't have to actually work that hard. Uh -huh. If you just clap your hands, that's right. the ease of putting these babies in. So how do you? That's our pl promise. <laughs> I we won't be taking any questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please welcome me to the program. I am Miles welcome. Gray. Um. Well, I, I since you asked for no questions, I will not ask any questions. Um. But clap on extensions sound amazing. Whether they're clap activated and they automatically loosen or tighten is one thing, or whether or not they're sort of like the slap bracelet of extensions where you can just kind of, but then if you're like going like this to itch it, then it might come in and out, in and out, in and out. If you keep pat, anyway. We don't recommend that. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, I said it was causing concussions and other cranial injuries. I believe if I remember the legal documents correctly. Anyway. You do not. Well, maybe I and do. And we have but never actually acknowledged that. Well, that I is have, true. and you should, because you deserve to make this show more honest. And this show is 420 Day Fiance, a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and its various iterations. Today, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. This is the last episode before. We get to revel in the trash feast that is the tell-all. Usually the trash feast is broken up into two parts because they want to make that advertising money, honey. And, um, you know, I cannot wait to see what is actually going to happen because, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I love it, trash. It, it looks like it's going to be absolutely garbage. Did we say what the episode name was? No. Season six. Episode 15, time does not heal all wounds. That is true. I believe that. Um, I think all of our wounds are unhealable. 
and we should live in a state of constant pain and sorrow. And but that's just me. I don't know. Take it from me. Wow, that guy. month in Hawaii really fucked you up. Yeah. People thought you would come back and be more relaxed. They were well, wrong. When you realize how that that place was its own kingdom before the United States violently annexed mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and kidnapped their queen, the Lukalani. Yeah. Anyway, but either way, let's get into <laughs> let's get into the trash talk now, which is our first couple, Mike and Natalie. Wow, you better call Tyrone, a.k.a. Juliana, um, to tell her, come on, let me borrow a suitcase. Um, yeah, so the last time we left off, she pulled up to Mike's with Juliana with the suitcase. And then we start off the episode with her coming to Mike's house, formerly their house, to pack her shit and move on. Wow. Okay, um, I think it was so uncomfortable in there, the rat almost fucking killed itself. <laughs> it was so, so hugely uncomfortable. And it just kept getting worse and worse until when you thought that it was over, Juliana then somehow came in and made it the worst that it Yo. could be. So let's just take it back from the top. Juliana, you're the greatest. You're going to single white female (laughs) Natalie. But you're also going to peg Mike if I am reading those vibes. Super correct. Super correct. So, But like a Quentin Tarantino movie, we're going to talk about the climax first. And then we're going to go one hour early. (laughs) Are we really? (laughs) Well, I just want to. There's a couple things. The way she first of all, the way Natalie pulls up foul. She's there to fucking get her shit. And she's like, where's my mouse? <laughs> Doesn't even How's say my mouse? Like, Boom. And just starts. Michael, get away from the door. How's my mouse? <laughs> pula. Pulka, pula, pula. Uh, pula. So are we going to talk about our imploding marriage or what's, okay. what's going on here? You're getting in the way of me and the mouse now. Uh, what? I'm getting in the way of... I start new family, me, my girlfriend, Juliana, and our daughter, <laughs> the mouse. You never oh, speak shit. to me again. You marry oh, your shit. stupid punkasaurus mom. <laughs> so, yo, it's done. She's just sort of like, I'm out. You know, I'm here to pick. I'm like, she's like, you know, you don't listen to me. You don't listen to my needs. You just keep doing the same thing. I can't do this. And... He was like, he looks just like devastated, but like, let's be real. He should have been devastated like a long time ago. I know. (laughs) The thing that I, tell me if you thought that, um, that he acted and looked really like fucked up about it only when he realized that there was not even going to be a discussion or or an argument that essentially she had already decided that he fucked around and found out. Absolutely. That's it. So mm -hmm. I think he was like, oh, can we, are we not going to do the thing we always do? And she's like. I'm tired. Me and Mouse go with Juliana, our new, our new, our new mom. Yeah. I mean, lover. I mean, mom. You know, it's confusing for you too. Yeah, we just Amazon. With you and your mom, of, you have similar problem. We got a couple womanizers, some Hitachi wands. You know, we about to pop off in a little bit. Um, see what the <laughs> fuck goes down. And yeah, he really was. He was so devastated that he had to have his last shot of Jack Daniel's Tennessee Fire. He was like, fuck it. And then he just poured like what was quite literally the last sip of a cinnamon whiskey bottle. And I'm like, bro, you said fuck it all again a long time ago if that's where you're at with that bottle. Um, 
But hey. Well, also, I think he did one of those things that's like very childish. And as soon as the person that like you that just broke up with you just like does the breaking up, you immediately do the shit that they didn't like. Oh, now that you're gone, it's just meat swimming and fireball whiskey for me. You're like, oh, (laughs) and she's like, okay, I I guess I don't care. I'll be living with my mouse and my fucking girlfriend. Okay, so you're a hater because I'm playing too much Guitar Hero and barely getting through my classes. I mean, mm, I mean, what is this all about? Okay, fine, go. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <coughs> so, yeah, I don't know. He does it. He, it's over. Um, and so she gets. But her it shit. seemed like she left the mouse, the rat. Mm. It seemed like she left the rat after all that. I I wouldn't I trust realize. Mike yeah, with it. He loves that cat. You know what I mean? Oh shit! And he's vengeful. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, um. She's oh, gonna she's send on, her a video of that cat eating no, that ma- that she's rat. On, she's on she's on Instagram and it's like Mike has gone live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-oh. That's exactly right. Mike is going live. It's oh, Mike is live on um, Clubhouse. Feeding time. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Mm. So she's out. She goes. Carol like, fucking Baskin vibes. Yeah, <laughs> she's like he neglected my feelings. So that's it. I'm out of here. Again, they're both fucking wrong. They've been wrong for each other. So whatever. Like, I, I, I truly watch it. I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about any of y'all motherfuckers. Look at you. Look at you. The state of you. Um, and then but let's right after- talk about the Juliana yeah, walk so, in. So it all ends with her leaving. And he goes, I'm not chasing her. That's fine. Like, that's what else can I do? And then he just, so he's just sitting there. It's crickets. And then you just hear, and you're like, oh, shit, maybe it's Natalie. Yeah, I know. And he's like, baby's back to fight with me some more? Uh, No. Excuse me, Michael. Mm -hmm. Um, I came here. I have uh, three things I have to do. Okay. Uh, Number one is uh, steal your girl. Okay. Okay, wait, I've already done that. (laughs) Thing number two, I have to pee. Okay, and when when I say pee, I mean I take big shit and I fuck up your whole septic tank. Okay, <laughs> thing number three that I have to do is cast a spell on you, and for this I shall need your hair. Come here, I will hug you. I will hug you all this hand delicately. Oh, yanks a little hair out of your head. Oh, there, there, Mike. Oh, oh. Oh, you like that? This is this is what your girlfriend's gonna be feeling every night. Yes, Ooh. this soft boob under her head. You like that, oh. Michael? <laughs> I cast my spell tonight. Oh my god, he was left done. You know, she's like, "Yay, can I can I take a piss?" He's like, "Yeah, on your face, ho. Why don't you sit down?" <laughs> um, then when she first asks him, she's like, she just comes, she's like, "Can I use the bathroom?" And he just says. Yeah, use the bathroom. Take my wife. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking merch, my man. <laughs> use the bathroom. Take my wife. It's all good. It's like, welcome to Squim. Use the bathroom. Take my wife. It's all good. That's Squim's slogan, you know? Everyone <laughs> knows that. It's Virginia's for lovers. <laughs> welcome <Yeah>. to Squim. <laughs> 
<laughs> Use my bathrooms. Take, take my, my wife. Take my wife. It's all good. It's all good. Welcome. Come on in. Welcome to Squim, baby. Uh, that's truly the motto there. And he summed it up perfectly. And then when she's like, the way everything was so simple, right? It's truly like she just put this knife to his chest and was just pushing it in like a half inch at a time. She's like, can I say a few words? He's like, no, please, please don't. She's like, you, you, you're you, uh, going to be fine. Michael. You'll know? uh, be okay. Mike, don't be sad. Uh, you you have everything. You have mm-hmm. job. You have mm-hmm. well. cat. <laughs> I run out of things to say, Michael. Okay, good luck. <laughs> Fucking shade, Andrew. I go down on your wife with this headband, keeping my hair away oh from my, my face, so I do good job. Yes. Okay. Do svidania. <laughs> Yes, I got her to shave. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the whole thing is, yo, she then, when she hugs him, it's truly just the power cuck move. And then she goes, and she's like struggling. She's like, you know, you can call me anytime, right? You know, you can, you can count on me, right? To steal your bitch. Ha, 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 ha. You fucking bad. Like, it, I was like... You know what? In the end, Juliana, that's you fucking did it. You did it. She's a bad it. bitch. Yeah. She really did. She quite literally did. It was, oh, I bl- bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Um, uh, can we talk later. about don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you? Mm-hmm. I can't. If- I'm sorry. Yeah. That is disgusting. Never say that to anyone, especially your wife as she's leaving you. You're not, you're going to keep flashing back to that moment and you're going to be like, that's what I said? Yeah. Oh, God. I said that? Yeah. About the splitting? Well, that's- Oh, no. I said the good Lord split you? Punkasaurus no, came out. No. That's what happened. <laughs> that was straight Punkasaurus mm-hmm. style. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the shout out to the good Lord splitting you down your butt hole. <laughs> I guess is that is that the process where we're not seeing that in the Bible where like right before if now look if we're going by the scripture when he's creating Adam first that he just had this amorphous blob and then he's like I gotta split you right there and that's where the good Lord splits you. I don't know is that what they mean. Like so God the, was sitting there with some clay trying to figure it out. Like we could have just been like ghosts with no legs. Yeah, it's in Lispliticus. Right. I'm so uh, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> it, honestly, I don't know what that feeling is, but oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Biblical bonus right there, dude. Lispliticus. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to you, youth pastor Sophia. And that's what's cool, y'all. We can also get down with Jews. You know, because we agree on some parts of the good books first, right? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Youth pastors, man. Oh, um, anyway, so g- shout out to the good Lord splitting you wherever that was. What do you call it? Dick back both. What I don't know. Penis. Don't let the door door hit you where the good Lord pulled a Built little bit you. out and rolled it up. But kind of. <laughs> And then put Where another the thing on the bottom. Where the Lord made you into a Twinkie. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't let the door hit you where God was just like, fuck it, man. Let's try this shit. 
holes on the end or whatever. But then also, like, you would walk out backwards where a door would just be slammed right into your penis. It sounds like, honestly, like, if something hit, if, if the door hit you on the way out on your ass, it's, like, pretty victimless crime. If it right. hits you on your way out on your dick, yeah, that's fucked up. You're going to remember that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's a fucking weird, yeah. And, like, also... That's why I don't I don't like coming in here. You have a really weird door. It has this whether I'm like about to walk in, it'll just slam into my penis and it's very <laughs> uncomfortable. It's it's like, well, I don't know. It must be something with the good Lord in you. So. It's even scarier when it hits me in the dick when I'm leaving. How yeah. did you even do that? I'll, hey, that's up to you and the Lord. Maybe you're just a fucking sinner. I don't know, man. But peace out. Don't let the door hit you in the dick. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, all right, you got anything else? Don't to let add the about Lord <laughs> hit you where your man licked you. <laughs> I don't okay. know. All right. Um, anything else? Just trying to think. Trying to think of a pussy quote. <laughs> don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you in the front. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on your front split. <laughs> Right. Yeah, on? those shirts are definitely not going to sell like hotcakes. Those the front one that split will, shirts the, yeah, you've been pitching over pitching, and over. Don't let the whole door hit you where the good Lord front splits you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird door. Again. It's a magical door. Uh, but again, squim, use the bathroom, take my wife. It's all good. Coming to you soon. Um, yeah. Should okay. I move on? Yes. Should I move on to fucking Drooper Bowl XL? Fucking the battle of the fucking Titans, bruh. <laughs> fucking Charlie and Andre. Um, Livy and Andre. It's boy, um, yeah. that was who knew that the family was gonna break apart those lines. Yeah. Who Under extreme fucking pressure. knew? Hey, more more fuel to the fire that they wait, which one's the blonde one again? They're both blonde. The blonder one. Yes, blonder. Her. The one that's married to the Danish man. Blondra. Blondra. So Blondra. Who knew that Becky and Andre were going to end up on the same side? Mm -hmm. Meow. 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 Well, she did because that's what she's been trying to do this whole time. She's, she's, yeah, that's how she's going to get one over on her sister. And it's really not. And she's like, I'm sorry, Andre. It's not even about you. It's about me fucking over my sister he's like but i love you no way okay where do we even i mean let's get started first choice quote rebecca mm-hmm. and gender entitled beaches <laughs> all right this is starting off on a good Charlie's foot a punk bitch please okay. don't call my sisters entitled <laughs> bitches thanks in advance off the top you know i'm like when i saw that i'm like Quite literally, I wrote out, this is going to be great because that is the worst energy if you're actually trying to solve things to have and the greatest energy if you are trying to talk about a show called 90 Day Fiance. Um, so, yeah, they get there. Again, I always have to point this out. Whenever Chuck and Andre greet each other, he's like, Chuck, what's up? And he's like, Andre. And just like they fucking just kind of dap each other. And Chuck is getting such fucking restorative energy from that and yeah he's fucking being seen and it feels so good to him absolutely 
and he loves it and he deserves to love it and then becky and thomas show up with their i feel like they entered the frame like this with their arms crossed like so what's going on hey guys Hmm. so Hmm. we're gonna have to sit on the lovers bench is that we're calling it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, is it still lovers when your Danish husband hasn't touched you in three years? <laughs> no? Yes? I told you, I, What's I the told lovers you. bench verdict, dad? That's not what I mean. I'm saying I would touch you if you were more desirable to me, okay? That's a very passive-aggressive way that I'm trying to talk about you. Dad, okay? do we sit on the lovers bench if one of us is fucking their tennis instructor who is very hot? So you understand why then? That's fine. Yeah. That's what I thought. Anyway, that's fine. I only want to fuck my dad, so you can <laughs> fuck whoever you want. <laughs> Think of the child, Mads. Please, Mads Mickelson, our child. That was amazing. Um, how's Ellie? How's Mads? Fine. How's Mads? Good. Fine. Mads Bad. misses Ellie. Mads oh. is upset that Ellie threw cake oh. in Mads's face, mm. and also called Mads a cunt, and Bad. also. Tried Wait, to that, fight that Mads' happen, husband. Becky. That didn't happen, Becky. Come on. That's not, that's not, I'm sorry about her. That's not true. Okay. She's just a little bit, you know, fucking weird, my wife. Anyway, they'll fade in the back with my Audemars wristwatch. Okay. <laughs> so he's, um, ugh, God, they're here. They're, I guess, preparing for fucking Charlie's arrival. Um, and before that, like they just sort of you see the tension boil over because she's like, Dad, when was the last time you called me for my professional opinion? And she's like, That's why we think you're being cut out. And he's like, Exactly. Um, that's why that's why we don't think Charlie's a good guy. But then even she- before that, you like have to admire how transparent Andre is because he's like, Wow, you know, who would have thought that, you know, me and Chuck are gonna be sitting here like this? Wow, you know? Who'd right. have thunk it? Yeah. He's just like very transparently like, no, uh, we used to hate each other, remember? Yeah. And I was gonna destroy you, and you were gonna destroy me. That was amazing. Now I just, I just want your money. <laughs> yeah, I love growing. Right? Isn't growth great? I mean, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> then you're like, oh, you're like, you just hear someone's fucking Dodge Charger pull up outside, and you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> I think it's fucking Charlie, and he pulls up, and he's quite literally like. Call the fucking police, bro. Call, Call the, the cops. Call the fucking cops, doggy. Call the fucking cops. Find me in Moldova. Char Char is here, baby. Fucking and fuck it's me fucking in Moldova. on, bro. It's fucking on, bro. Okay? Who it's did on. rails in the car? None of your fucking business, bro. Book. Where's Megan at? Hey, Megan. Megan. Uh, put Megan. that fucking song on. Wipe, wipe the coke crazy off your tits, Megan. Don't let them know about our life, Megan. Yo, so they pull up aggressive and it just kicks off immediately. He's just like, I'm here, motherfucker. And then Andre's like, what's up, bitch? And then they just, dude, they, Charlie keeps coming at him. Andre stands up. Charlie keep, I guess he's trying, he's on some kind of fact finding mission. And he very quickly finds out, um, not in like a very aggressive way, but like, like they start tussling and then Andre just takes him to the ground, just kind of gives him a little hip, kind of little judo type move. And then, Libby comes like then Megan's out there and they're fighting stop each other. It. Everyone, oh stop it! Are you fucking serious? Stop it! She tries and then she's like, she fucking scratched me with my nail with your fucking trash nails. 
Libby saying she got fucking scratched. Chuck's like, I'm they're calling Megan trailer trash, which you know has no, been said before. Yeah. Oh, many, many yeah. times. That was you some classic shit that you said, you know, was always like, I don't think they should join our family, Dad. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, Charlie's- their house moves. Look, I Think know they've been it. together since high school, but sure, you're a times, slumlord, yes. and Charlie and me, and literally everyone else has been arrested for driving drunk and also, you know, cocaine or whatever. But the point is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're not the problem. Exactly. I mean, I think it's one of those things too where they've, she, like, the worst times in his life is when they're together. Like, shit, just whenever they're together, it's bad. And then I'm like, see, on top of it, like, Charlie will never be better, like, when he's with her. But, like, he insists on being with her. And, Dad, you just keep enabling him. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what's going on. Because there was a lot. A lot of shit became kind of apparent afterwards, too. Like, throughout all of this. Because the way people are talking, it's much different. And it's suddenly like, well, I don't know if that's what they were showing us on the show. So, there's clearly this fight. Chuck's like, I'm having a heart attack. You guys got to stop. And then Chuck finally yanks the chain. He's like. We're like Andre. If you fight him, like we're done. Just so you know that. So finally, Andre knows what's going on. And then Chuck's ass. I mean, he's like, gotta protect the bag. Yep. Better stop fucking fighting, Charlie. Chuck is weeping. His first thing. And what? What's that? Oh my god! I'd love to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This is what I wanted. They asked everyone to hate each other to come together. It's not what I wanted. My worst nightmare. Also, that's so sad that that's like your worst nightmare. Whatever, dude. <laughs> so anyway, it's all bad. And yeah, Thomas and Becky. Ooh, what about mugs that say Chuck's tears? Oh. God, do you know what I think about that? <laughs> Ooh. Meow. <laughs> Truly, I cannot yeah. come unless I hear that. <laughs> You're like, what's up? I know it's been a minute. This is too Okay. I'm sorry. Um, what Chuck's tears? Yeah. <laughs> His, uh, I mean, it's visceral. Um, Make it scratch, Libby. Who? What the fuck? Like, yo, <laughs> the, the whole thing was going fucking off the rails. And while he's weeping, Thomas and Becky are like, cl- suddenly are like, yeah, man, fuck that. Charlie's fucking out of control. Thomas was like, you knew that this was going to happen. You can't put them in the same room. And then this shit was going to happen. You knew this. This is what the fuck are you thinking, man? Is what Thomas is saying. And Chuck's like, I don't know, man. Just you know, just I'm just I'm just trying to. <laughs> um. So he feels real bad. Um. And it they keep finding these like moments where they're coming at each other. And dude, when Charlie goes, yeah, cancel Charlie, right? That's what it is. Just gonna cancel Charlie. <laughs> oh, please, sir. Please. What is happening? What is happening? So like, yeah, just wrestled me like a bitch. So. I don't know what you want me to say. He says, sure, he got me on the ground, but that's only because I wanted him to, you know, it's a strategy, so. Oh, he's oh my a, he, God. He's a fucking woman is the point. 
All right. Oh, God. Okay. Cause that's the only way I can make myself feel good is if right. at this moment, you know, I equate being a woman with something shitty. Okay. Right. That's not me. <laughs> Well, come on now. What do you these anyway? Okay, so uh, <laughs> they're so they're such a mess. They're such a fucking mess. Um, I'm the toxic one. I am the oh, toxic yeah? one. Because I just came in here being like, <laughs> I literally said something to the effect of "call the cops" because I'm about to just pop off. <laughs> I don't know. That's toxic. Without even whatever, forget it. Um, shout out to this poor fucking security guard. For having to fucking get in the middle of these nasty garbage amoebas and trying to break up this fight and then getting screamed at it like Thomas, like, get him out. Like, yo, what are you, you acting like? That's his man's. That's the fucking security guy. Don't scream at him. And I know, like, this is fucking weird, but I was just like, oh, again, another person who's in production on the show who's just caught up in the fucking nonsense um, around them. But yeah, he was just ready to fight but then becky you're like we're done with him like he's he like this has gone on too long we like, told you to fuck? get him help dad yeah get him help yeah and i was like interesting yeah so how many rage freakouts did he have before right, right. andre was part of the family yeah because yeah. megan kept being like this ain't fucking happened before he joined the family which clearly shows that it did yeah um mm-hmm. And well, that's all it um, took to just kind of destabilize things, right? That like, for whatever you know, if I'm you know, let's uh, let's play, let's call this one um, dangerous speculation and uh, unprofessional psychological speculation with Miles. Uh, like, if there's some kind of hurt between him and Chuck, Charlie and Chuck, right? That he has some kind of abandonment issues at his core, or something going on with his relationship that also kind of feels like whatever this dark side of him is. That maybe things prior to Andre being involved in the business was a way to be like. Hey, he's getting better, like working with you, dad. Like he feels like there's like this thing he can do. And da, da, da. then when Andre comes in, this is now threatening this thing. And now he's kind of spiraling into this whole other thing. I don't know. Am I just watching this show based off of reality clips? Yes. But that's my two cents. And I don't know if that's real, but that's called reckless speculation with Miles. Love it when you get reckless. Mm-hmm. Love it. Please allow me to play fake doctor for a minute. Okay, absolutely. Um, Hello, thank doctor. You, my honor. Can you tell me what's happening? The reason and what I'm seeing anytime Charlie pops off at um, his dad is that his dad has saved his ass so many times mm-hmm. that in actuality, he's made his son emotionally um, crippled in mm-hmm. a way that is not serving him. Right. And I think what's happened is instead of, um, Charlie learning how to like what consequences are <laughs> and how to like learn to be an adult man. He's actually had his ass saved by his dad so many times that he knows his dad doesn't respect him. And even if his dad does respect him to a certain degree, he doesn't believe that that's true because right. he's like, well, I'm undeserving. Oh God. And you hate to see it. You really do. But for a show, you love to see it, actually. And that's and that's why it's a cruel world we live in. Um, but yeah. <laughs> He's like, you tried to cancel me, Dad. You tried to cancel me. Come on, man. I can't believe that, Dad. I looked at my driver's license. It didn't say Florida anymore. It said Cancelvania. 
let's go, <laughs> Megan. Let's get my charger, Megan. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine how sloppy the two of them are? Mm-mm. Nope. I don't even want to know. Mm-mm. But yeah, then he's like, "How do we get here? You know, how do we get here? I don't understand." I don't know. First of all, like you got to stop thinking that you can mediate by just putting two like rabid animals together in the same like enclosed space and like they'll figure it out no they're not none of these people are critical thinkers or empathetic or have much emotional intelligence so these aren't two motherfucking furbies where they're going to be like me coco ah yum and they are now you know best friends with it i don't know what the fuck they can do um because clearly everyone has like their own issues that they haven't worked out in any level um, yes, 100%. But can we go back to, yes. hey, dad, can you give me 100 grand so I can fight your sons? <laughs> Charlie's <laughs> impression of Andre. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, I think he said sons and not son. Oh, really? Just something to consider. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Unless, like, he feels like, you know, he contains multitudes and, like, the infinite me. That there's more than just this singular Charlie. Um, and I'm also seeing now in the chat that Charlie and Megan have an OnlyFans. Cool. Oh, my God. Really? Reddit says it's basically just hardcore porn. Wow. Okay. So do your thing. That's, get it how you live. Um, I won't pay for that, though. And I, won't, I won't cast my eyes upon it. But no shame in that game. Uh, just you... There's nothing the I want to see less than Charlie having sex. In the Dodge Charger, though? I don't care where it is. It's disgusting. What about in a... No, it's not an, in a truck. thing. Oh. Is he in his body and personality? <laughs> That's really the issue. <laughs> okay. For me, it's all it's all about the setting. I can see any in the right setting. Oh, okay. Is it in a... In a You're like, kayak? oh, in an olive garden? You're like, go oh, on. Wow, go on. Put it, <laughs> hey, put that on. Hey, put it on. Hey, I'll watch that for your OnlyFans. Put that on. Hey, Dad, watch this. Me and Megan are going to get it on in this olive garden. Um, do you. Do you. Uh, shall we? I think we're done. Yeah? Yeah. But that mess, yes. Yes. Okay. So before we move on, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. Go to twitch.tv Shout out to the Twitch family. For 20 Day Fiance. Where we had amazing technical difficulties where we just decided we need to do some reviews on OnlyFans uh, of 90 Day People because that's just part of the universe. And as for us being connoisseurs of adult content, um, I think it's I think it's only right that we also, I mean, not that we know much like how to critique it, but I'm interested and I will. Well, pay. I think it's like more like what we want to see. So really, it'll be more revealing about us probably. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, exactly. They're like, Miles keeps talking about like that. They don't like wash their legs and stuff. He wants to see them wash their legs. Yeah, Why does leg. Sophia want them to get choked so bad? Is she okay? <laughs> it's like, and it's always with like an old timey telephone cord. <laughs> always. Oh, Why come is on. there always flag play? Sophia <laughs> is really weird. Why does she keep bringing that up? Like that's a thing. <laughs> it's always like this, like flat flag from like 
these like bygone countries from TV. Yeah, shows why here. is it the old USSR flag? Yeah. What's her whole thing? It doesn't look like an Albanian flag. I'm not sure. I guess that's what she's. I don't know. She just likes birds. Um. Okay. She so let's move on. Everyone wear a mustache and beard. <laughs> it's just puzzling. Um. Speaking <laughs> of puzzling, uh, Asuelu's feelings of being sad and his brain not feeling good and his mind being imploded and his mind just being just being lost in his brain as he says as he smashes things um indiscriminately um with his friend Tui that was i just love that he's like talking about like i don't know what my relationship will be like with my family and then they're just like beating the shit out of like an old tv I titled that segment Smash Room with Tui. <laughs> oh, I put it FSU, not Florida State University, uh, but fuck shit up uh, is what, <laughs> how I got that subheading. But yeah, Tui was very, yo, Tui, shout out to having a friend like Tui, man, uh, because he was just very, very like, very clear with his like, just how he saw the situation and very respectful um like of just being like hey look i'm your friend you know but like i'm polite um if you don't mind me asking are you having problems with your wife or is it with your family i was like wow Tui, are you giving them are you about to give the free fucking therapy bro uh with your just your with your emotional intelligence and he breaks it down um for for him just like kind of what the what the sort of forces are in the relationship and he's just like hmm well maybe there's a way for you to go to someone you can learn how, you know, she can see, you know, just sort of how you grew up to understand it more. So she might not see it just as being like this sort of like weird thing that she can't under wrap her head around. I don't know. Anyway, let's beat the shit out of this uh, uh, washing machine. Bah, bah, bah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about the washing machine sequence is it's like, that's the least, that's the least satisfying thing to smash because you can't really smash it. You're just slightly denting it, but they're right. really getting the so much out of it they're like high-fiving yeah. i mean even in the really coffee cute. mugs they were like <laughs> they're like fuck yeah did you see that i'll fuck that coffee mug right up hey don't give a fuck about this pumpkin run 5k mug from fucking saint george Utah. world's oh, best mom eat shit oh shit can you imagine you go to those places and then you're like do you have any mom theme themed stuff i'm into mom play at the fuck shit up world and then i pop out and i was like y'all got flags yeah um, <laughs> they're like sophia stop bringing up told flags you, you can't beat Flag the shit out of fabric is not a thing it's not conducive <laughs> to the cathartic experience we're trying to provide here at fuck shit up garage it has to be smashable you can't smash a piece of flag um but then we move on to some park play because then uh, Kalani and Asuelo engage in adult park play as she says we're just having a little fun at the park like a real adult couple would okay that's a meow in the park play meow, meow. and oh I forgot to mention Kalani's parents they're selling their house and they are moving and so they are completely putting Kalani and Asuelo in a different situation now where like they're gonna have to figure their own shit out like not just housing wise but also because his um, her parents were also doing a lot of childcare shit too uh so that's that's a new thing and that's why he was beating shit up um in the smash em up place and that's why he felt you know we could go to Samoa and then there's less bills because we could live off the land and just kind of live simply and then maybe we could try that out so during their park play he brings that up 
and he was just sort of like, look, um, I don't know. Um, what if we move to someone and, um, you know, live off the land and just, just do that vibe out. We can just live the old way. And she's like, nope, nope. But he's also like, so you can learn how to be a real Samoan. Okay, fool. That's uh, not how you get no, her to do what no, you want. No. Also, like, the whole thing is like, first of all, she's like, I am someone. Like, my dad is. What the fuck are you trying to say? And he's just sort of conditioning that because of her linguistic abilities and also her desire to have more kids. Like, that's sort of the benchmark. And it don't... People, uh, that this gatekeeping shit bothers me because yep. biracial <clears throat> people deal with this shit all the time. Like you're not really, the, you're not really that. Oh, you're not actually this. You're not. I'll go to Japan speaking fucking flawless Japanese, pulling up like Beyonce, and people still looking at me like I'm some fucking mind freak, magic trick. Like the fuck, huh? What? Are you speaking to? Yes, motherfucker. Because I'm Japanese. You know what I mean? And the same shit. Ugh. The gatekeeping, ethnically, just so it's 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 in poor taste. It's in poor taste because at the end of the day, these people still grow up with the same identity that you would, and would carry the same burdens emotionally that you would from seeing your people go through some shit, excel in some shit, whatever. You're there for the ride emotionally, no matter what. Um, but you know what? That's that that that, that whole scene. I was just like, it's fucking. Yeah, there's there's no uh there's no winning when you gatekeep with shit like that. I mm. I don't I don't know who you're trying to make feel included or excluded, right. but there's no winning in that. Yeah. No, um, not at all. <clears throat> there's this part in uh Mariah Carey's memoir where she talks about how I mean, like a lot of the memoir is about how being biracial is hard on her and she's only she like doesn't have a stable home life, but this other thing that she talks about is how she's asked to dance. Mm-hmm. And even now when she was a kid and she was afraid that they were going to try to judge whether she was quote unquote black enough by her dancing. Mm-hmm. So she literally has a complex against dancing. She's a fucking whole ass adult. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he really tries to pull that shit and she's not really feeling it. Um, the most she can agree to is sort of saying, Oh, you know what? I will. I can say we can go see. And I'll try to keep an open mind, but I'm telling you up front, my first feeling, my first, if you want notes on this first draft proposal, it's I'm redlining the whole thing because I will not leave. I'm not leaving the proximity to my family and none of that. That didn't happen. So. And also, a lot of times when people blame other people for not knowing the language of their culture or whatever, yeah. it's like you literally do not know the situation and... Like most of the time that I know that people have lost their language, like, for example, my cousins and stuff, my second cousins who don't speak really Russian, like very Mm. well at all. And they can't certainly can't read or write. And it's because part of it is like you're trying to get your kids to assimilate. Mm-hmm. And you're afraid that if you like keep them speaking the language and writing the language and teaching them all of that, then they're never going to actually become part of this country. Mm-hmm. So it's like people at the same time will like dog you for not being a part of this country and then right. be pissed at you and call you not a part of your own community because you don't speak the language of that community. So it's just, again, shitty. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, hopefully not shame your wife for not being Samoan enough, but that's... Not what right, happened right, right. in this scene. And then just 
using the culture to perpetuate your own strategy and mm. your own like means. It's like, yeah, you can say culturally Samoan people have more kids or something, but yeah. you can't be like, because That's you're Samoan, you fucking have to have kids. Right. And maybe if you learned that, then you would automatically open your vagina and just let as many children in and out as possible. Like a fucking school bus door. Then ovulate, ho. If you want to be Samoan, you need to ovulate. Uh, mm. I don't think so. And the thing about language, the other thing I'll add is, the other part is the assimilation factor. When a lot of immigrants come here, they don't want to burden their children with having to ever speak with an accent or be uh, have to speak yep. another language. Assimilation is a motherfucker. So you yep. might have, like, oh, you don't speak this, but you don't, again, like you were saying, you don't know how along the way People learn to feel like this is better for me. This is what I want for my kids. And it's not the same shit. And so shaming people doesn't do anything because there's, it doesn't mean that no one doesn't have the curiosity and things like that. I'm lucky that I grew up being spoken to in Japanese like my entire life. Like my mom just spoke Japanese to me to naturally make me bilingual. And I have friends too, family friends that don't speak Japanese as well and things like that. But that was also because of where they were at how they were raising kids with their partners and things like that. It's all, you know, it's varied. Yeah. And like my, my third cousins, the reason they don't speak Russian is like, they were really little mm -hmm. when they came here. Mm -hmm. um, they, one of them was born on the way here in Italy mm -hmm. and the other one was born here. So it's like, not like me. I moved here after like graduating from sixth grade. Right. So of course I have a much stronger language base. Right. But people think it's because I'm like somehow morally superior to them or that like, you know, my mom did a better job or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's not actually what happened. You it, just yeah. have no idea about why anybody has or does not have their language. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. Be, be, be lucky you're not asking, well, why don't we speak this? I mean, you don't know. I don't know. This, this is what happens. Um, so anyway, thank you for coming to our sociological corner where we discuss uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the power dynamics of uh, hegemony. And you can totally culture. see um, two immigrant kids that have been hurt a lot. We're like, and another thing. Yeah. What you can't do is just be tell people that. It Don't makes them feel bad. Because I cry when I see bad <laughs> things happen too. And I get mad too. And that's me too. And I don't want to be bad. I'm a real girl, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a puppet. Wait, what? <laughs> no one you said you were I'm a puppet? I'm not Pinocchio. What do you mean? You're not... My dad is not Geppetto. What? <laughs> I don't know that for a fact because I've never met him, but that is my suspicion. Are you for real? Okay, um, so let's move on, shall we? Um, yes. To Ronald and Tiffany, uh, because you know what? It's, it's going down, everybody. One time. I'm here to basically dig a deeper hole. I'm the worst father in South Africa. Everybody get on your feet for DJ Ronald, the absentee father, the man who uh, subscribes to uh, toxic cultural norms and gender roles. That way I will alienate myself entirely from my family and then blame my wife for establishing boundaries. Give it up for toxic patriarchy mm, he's, he's, that oh. is perpetuated by your country. Ba -da, ba -da, ba -da. Who isn't, honey? Who? What country isn't these days, honey? Everybody. <laughs> God damn. I mean, the fucking... So, 
look, he blew up in the parking lot because she, the, he was like, you're attacking me. All because she said, did you hear what they said in that therapy session? You're fucking up. And like, you need the help. Like that was, I think, pretty unequivocal. Your uncle was pretty unequivocal in saying, you're not pulling your weight. Therefore, you need to contribute. And he's like, what about her problems? And then she's like, she's like, she's like, okay, I'm off this. She goes to sit down by herself. And then he pulls up and he's like, oh, so you're having a good time, huh? Like screaming in the middle of wherever the fuck they were. Excuse you. What the fuck are you going on about? And then he's like, okay, I'm leaving then. And leaves her there. Um, because he is super awesome. And she's just like, yeah, I think he's like stupid, basically, because he just yells without thinking about like anything or like root causes or like after effects and other things like that. So I guess that's on me, sort of. I don't know. I just think the fact that he yelled at Tiffany, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm hmm. When she came back home, right to the place, his home where she is staying, mm -hmm. that he's acting like he wants to be their home because he doesn't want her to leave and go back to America. For sure. So he then greets her with, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yo, um, her children are there, and she thought you, her husband, also said this was your home. Are they there, no? or are they like? Because the kill room was empty, if you remember. I think they were with well, his parents. Well, I don't... Oh, maybe that's where Daniel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't you're think right. it's because I remember... Because I was remember... Because the kill room was vacant when he's like, fine, I'm going to sleep in the front then. And he like just manhandled the mattress. And he's like, But okay. can you... Can you like... Did you not laugh though that he built that room for Daniel to live in full time? Mm -hmm. And this motherfucker wouldn't even spend one night there. He literally dragged the mattress out because he was like, it's oh like, yeah, fuck that. why would I sleep in the kill room? Yeah. He's like, are That's you serious? That's for my son. What am I, one <laughs> of my victims that I'm going to put through an absolute torture cycle before I bleed them dry on my, on my plastic sheets? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Forget about it. And he just leaves so um yeah he then he's just sort of like this is the thing where it gets a little weird when he asks like you know he's like it's never you huh it's just always me oh she, so like, i'm wrong yeah i yeah yeah 100 and you yeah. walked away but i'm wrong she's like i walked away because you were yelling at my face mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay exactly. your highness okay your highness fine if you know what she thinks she's going to have a good fight. And you know what? The wild thing is, I can turn this whole shit into an episode of Dateline where you're going to find Keith Morrison leaning on something saying that this father went to the other side when he burned his entire family down in a home. Because I'm going to put up a fight for my kids. Don't think I'm going to let her leave here without my kids. DJ Ronald out coming out to you after this. Um, he goes, this is... The kids' home. Yeah. They will stay here. Um, it's the kids' home, the place where their mom isn't welcome, and where you made a kill room for one mm -hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. okay. Were your foster parents also, dead? Is it worth it for my kids? He goes, I can only take so much. You never mm. So they cannot leave, but also it's not worth it to go through this for them. Nah. But also you can only take so much. 
Yeah. Which is it? Oh, I see. Because you're going to murder everyone in that house if they don't fucking leave. They need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. It's I mean, just so unsafe. Luckily, we know they do. They are all out of there at some point. So Good. That, that happens. But that was very, I was like, you don't want to say sh- what the, that's not, yeah, that would, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to know about that. Don't put me near that. That's not good. That's not a good look. That's a bad look. To yell at her, know your place. So yeah. Know your place. Keep, be quiet. Know your place. Yo, he almost threw a laptop at her, it looked like. Yeah, he did. He almost broke that laptop in half, I think, and threw the pieces at her. I think he, I was like, you are winding up for something dangerous, sir. That, uh, 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 mm mm-mm, no. That was, that was really kind of freaky, because he, I don't know. That 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 was he looked he looked pretty uh it looked like he was getting violent. Um uh, I mean he was getting violent. But like that there were some motions he was making it was almost like if these cameras weren't here what is he getting Exactly. Into? Exactly. Like if he didn't have the restraint of knowing that he was being watched and recorded what cuz mm, mm, 100%. So, yeah. And she was and this is what's kind of shitty about this whole thing, too, is because we really liked Tiffany in the beginning. And she, Daniel was like so sweet. And she's like, just got, you know, she's trying to do the right thing. And yeah, she's in love with this guy. But then you're at a certain point, you're like, he keeps showing you the most red of flags. Back to flag play, you know, because we love to see a red. Have you seen a red flag get, you know, those hydraulic press videos? Oh where they put like an iPad and smash. But imagine they folded a red flag there and then they press the fucking We're on Twitch right now. Stop. (laughs) That's what his censor us. Yo, his red flag play was X rated and she was ignoring a lot of it or trying to rationalize because again, she prematurely datified him. She has a child with him. There's a lot of she said the setup was real bad for her. It 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 just bums you out because at the end you're like, this is the worst situation you could have been in at this point. Like having the kid. Oh man, it just makes it so much more complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of flag play. I guess she was down for the flag play because now it's again fucking around and finding out. Like you didn't mm-hmm, have to find mm-hmm. out like this. This dude, he, I'm serious. That whole shit when he was like, I don't know, I can only take so much, and I'm not gonna let her take my kids. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Um, let's take a break and we'll be right back with some kaiju play right after this. Oh, 20 day fiance. <laughs> And we're back, and I don't know, I guess we should hop in our little submarines and go down into the breach to visit Yara and... You're a terrible father um, and partner. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. You're doing the worst. You're doing the worst job possible. I mean, this this sort of sec- their section was pretty quick. It kicks off the next morning where Joby completely fucking went off to Cancelvania because he told Yara, if we go to the strip club and you want to leave, just say the word and we're out. We're out. And he fought her on it so when the next morning Gwen arrives to look at the baby and stuff she's like where'd Joe be and she's like well you know what he was acting dumb at the strip club and um he's I don't know he's not here he's sleeping somewhere else and she's like 
why did you go to the strip club? And she's like, I don't know, to make him happy? Because he kept saying I was a fucking old woman, old human, and I wasn't fun anymore. So I just did that to make him happy. And she was like, that makes me sad. Um, Well, she's sort of now realized, like, I'm starting to think that Joby is a piece of trash that I raised. <laughs> What's going I'm sad, on? is what Gwen said. Real sad. At first, um, I, like a regular American, thought mm-hmm. that this um, girl from Ukraine was here to obviously steal from my American son mm-hmm. and to come take advantage of our American system. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out that the piece of shit call was coming from inside the American White House. <laughs> The whole time, <laughs> The y'all. call was being placed by my son, Joby. Oh, Joby. I did not realize that he was going to leave this beautiful baby and its mother to go jerk off kaiju in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the ocean. 100%. And I don't... He shows up, though, too. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. She's like, you need to get it. You need to grow up. And she's like, and you need to tell him what he's doing bad and then express your feelings to him. And then even though I acknowledge he's a piece of trash, it's probably completely moot at this point to express yourself. But do it anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. He's trash. Bye-bye. Um, but hey, that's the Joby I know. No matter how good the spirit of the mother is, when he come <laughs> out the womb and into the physical world, he gonna still be a piece of trash, ghost, spooky man. That's the Joby <laughs> I know. But that's all. Um, and I feel bad for Gwen. So I like how did you do you think the setup to talk on the beach was kind of forced? Um, because when Gwen leaves, she's like, "If you're gonna talk to me, let's go to the beach." And I was like, okay, maybe that's, that was built in. Way to just, let's get a little transition, scene change going. Um, yeah, it seemed for, it didn't make sense because I was like, oh, maybe she just wants to lay out because I would do some shit like that. I'd be like, well, if you want to speak to me, you better speak to me while I'm getting some fucking raise because that was already my plan for the day. I will meet you on the fucking deck and mm-hmm. you better get me a fucking drink. Yep, to make up for it, fuck face. Because you didn't fucking sleep at the room last night. Idiot. 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 So they talk under a wonderful umbrella. Um, Great scenery. And he's like, you just make fights out of everything. Like, you know, and I don't get it. This place is beautiful. Like, why are you going to get mad that you're in a strip club against your will when we are here right now <laughs> on a beach right now here? Beautiful. Do you get, do you kind of get that? Are you dumb? Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> or is that how it is being up at this hot, at this altitude, without all the pressure that we're experiencing down below? Where we actually know what it's like trying to jerk off kaiju in the breach. I don't understand, okay? Because I thought when you came to America, you'd be in a good mood all the time, okay? Because you're from a piece of shit country, and I thought you'd be like, oh my goodness, yeah, look at all the McDonald'ses. Oh, what? There's a Popeye's across the street from the McDonald's. <laughs> I, I hate where I'm from. Uh, I thought that was going to be your life every day, Yara. You didn't know that? You knew that every every fast food place has a chicken sandwich right now. There's a place we can go right now where every place is right there on the corner, and you could do a taste test of every chicken sandwich and not have to walk more than five minutes. Are you dumb? 
Yara, they are competing in the fried chicken sandwich arena right now. Yeah. Every place. Name it. Jack in the Box is doing it. Popeyes is doing it. I mean, KFC's doing it, Mac Yara. D's. Come on. Who am what I? What is Ukraine I'm just, guy? I'm just Joby's friend who talks just like him, who likes to get him pumped up. Yara, all right, I got to go. Good to see you, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's he really, I guess she shouldn't be mad that he was completely... He's a transgressor who doesn't care about her feelings at all. Uh, he says he wants to make changes, but she's like, you have to start this party animal life. You have to give it up. He says, the only things he says to her are just so offensive. <laughs> he just keeps saying shit like, why can't you be the same person that I made up in my head, Yara? Oh my you know, God. a girl that only wants to get fucked and watch me fuck other girls yeah. and then never, ever grow up. Damn. Or be like, do you remember? Hey, do, do you have the Jetsons in Ukraine? Do you remember how there was like that one robot that just fucking raised the kids? Like maybe you could be that except with like a fucking sick body and boobs. I could fucking bang all the time. But essentially an automaton that will raise my kids. No questions asked. Yara, you won't even let me titty fuck those breasts right now. Yeah. They're so big with milk. You keep saying that's for the baby. Whatever, Yara, you selfish. Come on. I'm in the Jetson play. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm into milk play. Shout out to milk play. Shout out to Jetson play. You know, shout out to everything. Um, as long as y'all are having a good time and consenting. Uh, but yeah, he's he just doesn't understand. He still fails to understand why he's being bad at everything, why he doesn't understand what being a parent is, why he doesn't understand what being a partner is. It's funny how it's very similar letters, parent and partner, but he still can't get it right. Um and yeah, just causing a lot of distress. So, I don't know. He he really acts like he's like, here's the thing, though. Like, she wants me to do all this shit, like, you know, change who I am. I'm not going to change who I am. Like, I can only do so much. But I'm not going to, like, just, like, kind of, like, put a new battery in my, like, robo brain and be, like, a whole new program. Like, I'm not going to do that, okay? That's, like, my, that's not who I am. Who I am is someone who is so caught up in their ego that they are unwilling to evolve for their loved one. That's who I am. Not a party animal. Let's get it straight. Bye-bye. So. There's only so much that I can give up, Yara. Come on. I only see you for about six months out of the year, you know? So, yeah. so what yeah. else can I do? What's this all about, Yara? Damn, Yara, you're demanding. Mm. What you gonna do? So, yeah, they, whatever. We'll, we'll see where this goes. Um. Not far, I don't think, though. Not far. For now. I mean, obviously, they probably... I see her on Instagram, so I think they're they're getting their little uh, life on. So, shout out to them. Anything this else? episode... <laughs> just going to say that this episode made me really glad that um, Max doesn't watch 90 Day Fiance. Because I know that for the rest of my life, he would just say, I thought when you came to America, you'd be in a good mood all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have to murder him. So I thought the really whole glad. problem was that you just weren't here. Damn. <laughs> you know, like, we have, like, five fucking HBOs, right? <laughs> There's even, like, a black one, I think, for, like, stars. It's fucking wild, Yara, and you're still in a bad mood? Wow. <laughs> you should actually think about that, you know what I mean? Because it's 2021, man, and it's not just about, like, you. You know what I mean? All right, good. 
Joby out. Hey, and uh, check out DirecTV. So that's it. Um, nothing else aside from that? That's it. Okay, that's it. And that's it for us for this edition. Thank you so much for joining us. Check out patreon.com slash 420dayfiance. We ask, if you do like the show, consider supporting the show. Uh, we have a bevy of benefits for you to choose from for supporting the show financially because this is an independent podcast. That's usually why you don't hear ads at the break. Um, so, yeah, check that out. We have all we do all kinds of fun stuff. And you can also, if you are part of the Patreon, you can vote to see what we talk about next because there's a few things on offer, right? And Love and Paradise mm-hmm. is the front runner, it seems. Yeah, it it is. Mm-hmm. So check that out, um, as well as some other cool stuff. Well, we got the vault there too. You can check all that out. And also, uh, for those listening to the vault, the RSS stream is working, so you can copy that RSS feed into your podcast player, and you can get the vault in your apps. Because I know a lot of people are trying to make that work out for them better. You can do that uh, now. Has some tweaking. Look at you fixing all the tech glitches. Just trying one sad stone day at a time. Um, <laughs> until then, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 420dayfiance. Again, twitch.tv slash 420dayfiance to check us out video-wise. Do this whole fucking thing. Uh, it's great, right? Isn't it? Don't you agree? So fun. Exactly. Um, and oh, shit, I just dropped my lighter. That wasn't a cup. Don't worry. I didn't drop or spill my cup. And also check out patreon.com slash 420dayfiance uh, to support us on Patreon. Consider being part of the Patreon. Uh, we would love to have you, and we would appreciate your support um, so we can keep these damn lights on. Till next time, you can find me. I'm Sophia Alexandra. You can find me at the Sophia S-O-F-I-Y-A, Twitter, Instagram, also podcast. You said, is there another one? I said, yes, there is. Who's the co-host? Courtney Kosak. What's it called? Private Parts Unknown. Check it out. Um, you need to get into it. I had an album that's number one before. Yeah. Oh, you heard of my comedy album number with Father's Day? Yes. Check that out, too. <laughs> You can get that where you stream comedy albums. I'm up out of here. Oh, my God. That was so good. And, of course, you can find me, Miles Gray, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And you can, of course, check me out on my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, mm. with Jack O'Brien mm-hmm. and other dope people. Mm. Until next time, you know, please be good to each other and take care of yourselves. You know, we love you. We love you. Bye, buddy. Oh, 20-day fiancé. Unless your foster parents are dead and you're on the motherfucking Twitch stream, in which case the body's going to continue right now. 